0: One of the best feelings in the entire world is the feeling of getting better at the things that you're interested in. You know, if you're starting to get into the gym, it feels really good to actually see yourself getting stronger, whether that's visually or the fact that you can bench more pounds. Getting stronger and hitting new records is at least half the fun, if not all the fun, of going to the gym. You know, if you're a piano player and you've been practicing your improvisational skills, it feels really good to be able to just make a band of a melody in like five minutes you know it feels good to walk around life with a certain level of competence you've put in the work you're better at certain things than most people you know competence makes you more useful to yourself to your family to your community I thought that the way to get there was with self-help books now how many people here read self-help and how many think it's total rubbish <laughs> So I'd always read self-help and friends would tease me because they would say that I was a really bad advert for books with names like how to stop worrying and start living, which I'd read three times and continued to worry more than anybody I knew. And on paper, my life was really good. I had a great job as a freelance journalist and I had friends and family and my health but i was actually quite lost and by the time i was 36 my friends were moving on and they were getting married and having babies and buying houses and i felt very stuck
1: i was often depressed i was please raise your hand if you thank you Wow, that was easy. Okay, (laughs) if you've ever tried to improve something about yourself or your life, yeah, thank you. Keep it up. No, keep your hand up, please, just for a moment. So I want you to to focus now on one particular thing that you may have tried to improve. And think about the actual process that you went through. The time and the energy that you spent going from where you were to where you wanted to be. So think about that. And if that process for you was maybe frustrating or difficult, or it seemed to be taking too long, keep your hand up just a little bit longer. <laughs> just a little bit longer, I promise. Okay, now, focus on the outcome. Focus on the outcome of your self-improvement process. If you are a little disappointed with the results, <laughs> keep your hand up just a few more seconds. If you feel like you really succeeded, got where you wanted to go, you need to go ahead and drop your hand. If your hand is still up, you may have been lured to the dark side of (laughs) self-improvement. It's tiring, isn't it? (laughs) So I have been lured to the dark side, as have many of my clients, and perhaps you have. The dark side exists because deep within many of us, at any level of skill or accomplishment, is an ancient belief that there's something wrong with us. We may not be fully conscious of it, But it's there, and it affects us. This is season three, and this is episode
0: number one from season three. Yay! Welcome. I feel like this episode needs a little disclaimer and a little introduction. If you are someone who is into self-help, who is into self-growth, who is into self-development, and you happen to be consuming self-help books, and you happen to be relying on self-help content. And if it is doing your life any good, then good for you. No one in this episode is trying to criticize or trying to moke the fact that you read or consume self-help books. And no one in this episode is trying to moke or criticize the fact that you rely on self-help content. We are more trying to constructively criticize the self-help help industry when we say self help industry we have got authors and their books and content creators and their content we hope you enjoy this episode you are probably someone in your early 20s or late 20s maybe you are in your early 30s trying to figure yourself out and trying to figure your life out You're maybe studying and about to graduate and you're wondering, what am I going to do now? Even if you had an idea and knew exactly what you wanted to do, you thought at some point, maybe I need a mentor or maybe I need a guide. And even if you did not need anybody to rely on, you were probably scrolling through Instagram's main feed and you saw a post that has some key words in it. These words have cav- have captivated your intention. These words have appealed to you and your current situation that you are in, as if this post knew exactly what you got in mind. And then you ended up checking the account behind behind I mean this post, and then following them. It is a self-help account. And since then, you're buying the self-help books this account is suggesting in their stories. You even became more and more attracted to self-help content that you decided to listen to self-help podcasts. And you became more attracted to that type of content. And as a result from the collected data about you, YouTube's algorithm is now suggesting you self-help YouTube channels. Yay, self-help everywhere. You have also came across these titles. Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. The 5am Club by Robin Sharma. Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert T. Kiyosaki. How to Win Friends and Influence People by D. Carnegie. The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson and so many other self-help books that you have seen on libraries and around internet. And La Cerise sur le Gâteau, Mark Manson has now a YouTube channel. Yay! Self-help everywhere, again. Whether this self-help content, I mean, is presented to you in a motivating positive way, or in a more tough, realistic way, such as Mark Manson does in his two books, they all have one same common intention, which is, they assume to be wanting to help you in order to improve your life and attract the person you want to be. The question is, how did these self-help authors and content creators knew? what type of person you wanted to be and attract exactly or is that a common model we should all be following is the is the self-help industry going to produce one same common mentality and way of thinking at the end of the day again whether this content or book were created out of marketing strategy and trends And they did it because this is the type of books and content that most people want currently and want to buy right now according to Google Analytics or any tool related to analyzing trends and what people want and are looking for. Or whether it be created genuinely because that content creator or author wanted to help and wanted to contribute and share their tips when it comes to self-help and self-improvement. That is one important thing to point out in this case or in both cases. Even if we happen to have some common situations that we all go through. We all are trying to get better, or at least we all want to, but have different psychological and mental backgrounds. We also perceive, feel, and think of situations differently. We don't have the same exact flaws and qualities. We all don't have the same core values. We all are not in the same stage of our respective lives. Emotionally, psychologically, mentally, spiritually, socially, intellectually, and professionally, and so many other different points. Which leads us to this point. Those tips, recommendations, suggestions, advices, how to do this and how to do that, cannot be applied to everyone. And even if we take one person and one life, these advices that are shared by self-help authors and self-help content creators cannot be applied in every circumstance and situation of that one life. That's the thing with self-help books and content. They lack context. The advices that are shared by these authors and content creators are specific to them or specific to people around them that are very different from you and I and all people around you might have read a line or seen words from an Instagram story to which you relate and thought I went through this as well that story or that person in that story does not necessarily mean that this person or this content creator or this book or this author have answers to every problem or have answers to all your problems and your questions. Given a non-asked advice and given an unnecessarily advice to people by self-help authors and content creators is a form of projection. These authors and content creators think that you're going through a similar situation to them and you should do it and you should approach it this way because it's the correct one to do according to them. And the point is, just because it worked for them, it doesn't mean it will work for you unless we are talking about an extreme obvious situation and clear situation in which you are in danger. And if they tell you to run away and save yourself from this dangerous situation, then in this situation and context and in here, they are right. But we're not talking about extreme situations. We are talking about improving a whole life and a whole person, an individual, in so many levels. The other point is that following these self-help YouTubers, content creators, and authors and their books will also lead to over conceptions or a situation of overconception. Let me explain. You are surely responsible of what you buy and consume, but if you are following the self-help content blindly, and you are being, whether directly or indirectly, influenced by them, you will end up buying those items that you see them getting and buying, and that you have, or maybe that you would have never thought of buying, if you sat down and made a list of the things that you need to buy, or have to buy, or even wanted to buy per pleasure. Self-help Self-growth and self-improvement is not necessarily a bad thing as long as it came from you and was initiated by you and there was an intent from you you, in which you decided and wanted that your life maybe needs a reset. And not because someone else in a book or social media and not because a whole industry called self-help industry told you to do so. And by them doing marketing, told you that you probably needed to improve your life when you don't.
2: Hey, this is Sam Fender at Abbey Road Studios, recording for Brits Critics' Choice. This song's called Dead Boys. series are short-lived, but they come back around at a breakneck speed. My world spins so fast, the centrifugal force keeps me stuck in the middle. Close your eyes, turn off pain. No to us our pain nobody ever could explain all the dead boys in our hometown all the dead boys in our hometown Old oh, so with the black dark some out loud and some in silence Everybody around here just drinks Cause that's our culture We close our eyes in our pain Nobody ever could explain All the dead boys in our hometown We close our eyes in our pain